Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Saturday, December 31st, 2022, and we are back after a short break over the last four games. I appreciate everyone for the patience and flexibility during this time. I've been all over the place. I was at the in-laws' house for the first two games that we missed. I was actually at the game in Memphis in the form on Tuesday night against the Suns, and then I was on a flight on Thursday for the Raptors game. So, been all over the place. I've been putting the picks on Twitter, so if you follow the Twitter, at GrizzBearBets, the picks were there, so just kind of keeping track of everything that I've done over the past four games in terms of wins-losses. But overall, thank you guys for that patience um, because we didn't have the podcast, so Thank you guys. We should be back on a regular schedule until March now. So thank you guys as always for that. So we'll go quickly into the four games that we missed in terms of just how the Grizzlies have been playing, how some of the bets I've made have shaped up. And then honestly, we'll just get right into the game tonight against the New Orleans Pelicans in Memphis. New Orleans currently sitting top of the Western Conference. So a big game for the Grizzlies who have been struggling as of late. We'll get to that in a second. So again, thank you guys as always for listening. Thank you guys all for the flexibility and patience during this time. And really, you know, the only thing as always before we get started, I'm using DraftKings for all the bets, all the odds for tonight. And I do not take any financial responsibility for any bets that are placed. So Without further ado, we'll just kind of go over the games that happened while we've been gone. Um, Obviously, the last four games, the Grizzlies have not been great, so we'll get into those, and then we'll get right into the games, or the games tonight against the Pelicans. So, looking at the past four games, obviously, Grizzlies are 2-2 in the game since we've last spoken. They beat the Phoenix Suns 125-100 in Phoenix, turned around a couple days later, lost to the Suns 125-108. In between those two, got crushed on uh, Christmas Day. Don't want to talk about that game too much. Still kind of hits a sore sore spot, but lost to the Golden State Warriors 123-109 in San Francisco. And then most recently, they beat the Toronto Raptors 119-106 on the road. The Grizzlies were favored in all four of these games and currently sit 2-2 against the spread in those four games. They covered against Toronto. They covered against Phoenix in the first time they played and then against Golden State in Golden State and against Phoenix at home. They did not cover the spreads, which are both over. I think the Phoenix was as high as like 8 and the Golden State on Christmas was about a 7-point spread. So, been some big spreads. Obviously, Grizzlies have not been able to cover um, at, a, at a great rate, they're currently sitting at 16 and 17 and one against the spread so far this season, which is 21st in the NBA. And it is what it is. I mean, it's one of those things that I know Grizzly Twitter likes to maybe overreact. And sometimes the way that the Grizzlies players talk and the way that the fans even talk, including myself, um, just kind of that cocky nature that the Grizzlies tend to tend to have, which I don't think is a bad thing. I'm not saying that in a you know a negative connotation. It's a cocky confidence type things, and then you know. Backed up by John Morant saying that he's not nervous about anyone in the West and them losing against probably the two biggest threats in the Western Conference since he made those comments doesn't help with kind of the national media's outlook on kind of what this team's doing and their attitude. I don't mind it. This is the persona that they've taken on since day one. And I think without this persona, without this kind of mentality, they wouldn't be anywhere near the level that they play at consistently um, and, and at the, even at the top of the West. So I don't mind it. I mean, I. I Yeah, I don't mind it. I think some people, jaw maybe rubs the wrong way with the way that he speaks. I think it's a confidence thing. Um, that's just kind of who he is. That's his, his swagger, his persona again. That's the whole team since, obviously, last year, you know, Desmond Bain talking trash to, ja, uh, to LeBron James. But at the same time, when you get the flip side of it, like Clay Thompson, you know, 
in Dylan Brooks' face, Draymond Green dancing on Christmas Day. When you talk the way you talk, you know, you got to be able to walk the walk. And if things do not go your way, obviously you have to be able to take it because teams are going to dish it right back. So I'm fine with all that. I don't think it's any kind of overreaction on any front in terms of the way that the team's been playing, in terms of just the way that it's been going recently. You're going to have up and downs in the season. We've talked about it many times in terms of what it was feeling like last season around you know Thanksgiving break, that game against Atlanta. It seemed like the season was almost you know falling apart in front of our eyes and then completely turn it around and get the second seed in the West when John Morant goes down. So I'm not too concerned. Desmond Baines, he's back now. This is the first kind of iteration that we've seen that this fully healthy Grizzly squad in at least you know this season. So I think there's still a lot of positives to take out of it. I wouldn't overreact about any of this stuff. Um, obviously, we, we'd all like to see them play better, but we saw in Toronto exactly what they're capable of, and I think we're going to continue to see upward trends now that we kind of got through the Christmas break or the Christmas period, a lot of tension around these games, um, and I think tonight a win against New Orleans will do do wonders for the team and, and kind of moving into the new year. So with all that being said, that's really all I have to say about the games from the last four games that we've missed. Um, you know, had different players play well. Um, John Morant's been great in a lot of these games. Obviously, a career-high 17 assists against Toronto the other night. Again, I was at the game in Memphis against Phoenix. He had a 22-point quarter, finished with 30-something in that game. He's played well. He's kind of, as always, you know, leading the pack, maybe when some of the other guys aren't stepping up the way that we would hope them to. But all in all, I'm not too concerned. Only player I'm really concerned about right now, and, you know, he proved otherwise against Toronto, but Jaron Jackson Jr., has kind of taken a dip after being great. He's still good defensively, but you know the fouling on Christmas was was frustrating, kind of a deja vu there, and then um, just wasn't good against Phoenix. So all in all, still completely fine. Nothing to worry about, and we look into New Orleans tonight. So like I said, the Grizzlies sitting in third place in the Western Conference right now take on the New Orleans Pelicans, who are on a five-game win streak and are currently sitting at first in the Western Conference. Zion's been awesome uh, to say the least the past couple games just hit his career high in points against I think it was the Minnesota game the other night on the 28th he had his career high in points with 44 I think it was so they're playing good basketball CJ had 40 something last night in 11-3 so this team's hot right now um, injury report you have Brandon Ingram and Larry Nance Jr. listed as day-to-day so I wouldn't expect to see either of those two tonight and then you have Santi Aldama listed as day-to-day for the Grizzlies. And then, obviously, Danny Green, as always, is the only other injured one. So with all those injuries, with everyone's form, we currently have the Grizzlies listed at minus 6.5 and money lines minus 245. For some reason, the over-under is currently not listed. So we'll talk about that when it pops up because for some reason on DraftKings is not up. I don't understand why, but we should be able to find that pretty easily in a second. So looking at these two teams, how they've matched up in the last couple times that they've played each other, Obviously, this is kind of a new rivalry, I guess you could say. Not really in terms of like bad blood the same way that maybe Golden State and Memphis is or the way that New Orleans and Phoenix has turned out to be after these last couple games. Um, these Those te- respective teams have met. But in terms of these two teams and how they've matched up when they've played each other, always been good games, always been a lot of respect from both of these teams. It's not, again, the same way that we saw some of these other ones. So looking at the last couple games, obviously on the 25th, we saw the Grizzlies beat the Pelicans in Memphis 132-111. Memphis covered that two-and-a-half-point spread that was on the night. 
And then on the 15th, so they played within 10 days of each other in New Orleans. New Orleans beat the Grizzlies 113-102. to New Orleans was a favorite in that game, and they were a minus one-and-a-half point favorite. It also split over-unders. The over in the most recent game was 226-and-a-half. That went over, and then we had the under 224 hit in New Orleans on the 15th. So two games already this year against these two teams. A very good game, a very good opportunity for these two teams to continue to make their mark in the Western Conference and honestly in the whole league because I think when it comes down to it, I would not be surprised to see these two teams meet up in the playoffs in a second-round series, if not in the Western Conference Finals. So looking forward to the game tonight. Just off the rip, I'm very surprised to see the spread as high as it is. I mean, six and a half with Zion Williamson, with C.J. McCollum playing, with the good basketball being played by the the – Pelicans altogether, I'm very surprised to see it at six and a half, honestly. So that's something to keep in mind just kind of as I look at this this spread and what I would like to do, obviously, on the Pelican side in terms of how they are against the spread. They are 19 and 16 against the spread, which is the eighth best record in the NBA. So they just beat Philly. They beat Minnesota. I'm going to have to go. Ugh. I, I hate to say it because the Grizzlies, obviously, we want them to be playing well. And we want them to kind of get over this hump. But I'm going to have to go Pelicans plus six and a half here just for the number. I think the Grizzlies can win the game. It should be a close game in Memphis. I would expect that maybe, the you know, I think the Grizzlies can sneak out with a win. But I do think this will be a very close game. These two teams always play each other close, as we saw when I talked about it the last couple games. So I'm going to go uh, New Orleans plus six and a half for the first play of the night. Um, obviously not fun to say, but... That's just what it's going to have to be. The over-under just popped up on this game. It is actually 236.5 points, so that's a much bigger over-under than we've seen in the last two games against these teams, obviously, with the over-unders being around 226, 224 for the game before. So Grizzlies' last game against the Raptors was at 230, easily went under. I called that. That was one of the plays I did get correct over the past couple games um, on Twitter. So I like the just looking at these two teams and the way that they score the ball. Obviously, points four. Pelicans are ranked third in the NBA at 118.1 per game. Grizzlies are ranked ninth at 111.5. And then on the defensive end, points against the Pelicans led up the are th- 13th at 112.7. Memphis is ninth at 115.4. So the fact that we saw the over/unders so like 10 points lower the last two games. Obviously, you know Memphis scored 132. At home against the Pelicans recently kind of bumped that over under up from what it was the last time. I'm actually going to go under here. I think these two teams are going to play tight, play close till the end. I think there'll be points, obviously. But, I mean, if you're looking at a you know, 115-111 game, uh, Memphis wins, you're still getting the under because it's so high at 236.5. So I'm going to go under here. So New Orleans and the under, probably the two things that Grizzly fans wouldn't want to bet in this scenario, but those are the plays that I think are the correct plays for the night. Um, The Grizzlies have won each of their last 12 on the first leg of a back-to-back, so that's something to keep in mind. And the favorites have covered the spread in each of the last five games between the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. So I'm moving away from that trend, but I am staying on the trend that five of the Grizzlies' last six games have gone under the total point line. And at FedEx Forum this season, over-under is 8-7-1, and and the average points per game is 225.7. So those are my two plays in terms of just the you know overall teams matching up. We always do the spread, always do the total. So that's how we're going to start that off. 
We're going to do it a bit different here just because of the way that it's lined up on DraftKings currently. And my first three plays for the game tonight will actually be Pelicans players just because, again, that's just the way that it's set up on DraftKings. So I'll have the, the stats pulled up here. My play of the game, we'll start off with that. We'll just get right, get it right out of the way to start. It's C.J. McCollum over 21.5 points. Obviously, C.J. has been known as the Grizzly killer in the past. Um, every time he plays the Grizzlies, he just seems to go crazy. Last year, he averaged... 35.8 in the four games he played against the Grizzlies. And uh, as I said before, he had 11 threes coming off of um, 40, 42 points against the 76ers just last night. So he's hot, ride the hot hand there for the play of the game. He also hit 11 threes in that game. He was 11 for 16 from three. He has hit at least, his over-under threes is two and a half. He has hit that in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row. He has hit over two and a half threes. So, uh, the play of the game, we will go the points. So we'll go over 21.5 points as the play of the game. And then the next play, just for the night, just a normal play, will be over two and a half threes for the night for CJ McCollum. Looking at another Pelicans player, the main man, Zion Williamson. His over-under is currently set at 26.5 points. We saw the last game that he played against the Grizzlies. He only played one of the two games they played this season. He played in the second game, so the one in Memphis. He only had 14 points, 6-12 shooting, didn't get a lot of shots up. Um, he was actually played well against um, Dylan Brooks, played him well that game. I expect a bit of a different outcome tonight. Zion's been on an absolute tear, averaging 30.7 points in the month of December, coming off 36 points against the 76ers last night, and they had 43 his career high against the Timberwolves uh, three nights ago now. So I expect a big night from Zion. Again, I don't think that equates to them winning. I don't think it equates to anything crazy. It's just the fact that no Brandon Ingram, someone has to score the ball, and those two guys are their main men. And you see them, you know, those two score the ball, and everyone else just kind of gets out of the way. So first three plays, like I said, are all Pelicans players. Looking at now some Grizzly players, we have Desmond Bain over two and a half threes. I like that a lot for tonight. We saw him finally get over that hump after a slow start as he's returned from that, that toe injury. He finally hit that mark after not hitting it so far this season. So he was three from seven from three against the Raptors for 16 points in 29 minutes, which is his most points since returning as well. And again, that was the first time he's hit over three or over two and a half threes so far this season. So I, so far since he returned, sorry, not this season. So I expect him to continue to find his shooting stroke, find, you know, his, his form back because he is, in my opinion, maybe the most important player for the Grizzlies to kind of take them to that next level. I think the Grizzlies are completely fine if you know if it's just Jaron, Ja, Dylan, but I think Desmond Bain is that guy that you need the X factor to take them to that next level as a contender. So I like CJ or sorry, I like Desmond Bain over two and a half threes to go along with also CJ McCollum over two and a half threes. So I like both those players three pointers. We have John Morant's over under sitting at 26 and a half currently. So far this season. Jaw is averaging 26.8 points per game. He had not only 19 points against the Raptors last time out, but he did have a career-high 17 assists. So I think we can kind of take that into account, you know, give him a, give him a pass on the points. Before that, in the Christmas game, he, Christmas game, he had 36 points against the Warriors. And then that game against the Suns on Tuesday, he had 34 points. So he's been scoring the ball a lot better in the past couple games. Um it's always tough with Jaw just because, like I said, sometimes he's just really focusing on facilitating, especially with Desmond back, especially with you know Jaron Jackson Jr. hopefully getting more and more 
shots in the offense. I would be surprised. 26 does seem high. He had 23 against the Pelicans in the game that they won in Memphis, but he had 11 assists to go along with that. So at 26 and a half, I am going to go over tonight because I do think it's one of the games that he kind of tries to, you know, force the issue, play more as a scorer than a facilitator. I just think it's going to be a big game from Jaw all the way around. I think this is a game that he really, you know, takes control of the offense, takes control of the game as he's been doing recently. So that is why I also like his over-under assist at 8.5. Like I said, he had 11 in the last game that these two teams faced off. Had a career-high 17 in the game against Toronto. And before that, he was short on this 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 mark on the last two games. He only had 6 against the Suns on Tuesday. Only had 8 against the Warriors on Christmas. But before that, he had 11 in that game against Phoenix in Phoenix. And then 10 against the Nuggets in that game that they lost on the 20th. And then before that, he had a a string of double-digit assists besides that one outlier in Oklahoma City that he got ejected because of the whole fan situation. So, John Morant, we are going over points, over assist, which the more I think about it, I may have to backtrack on this over-under 236.5. I know I'm I'm doing this live. No, I'm going to stick with it. Sorry. So you guys got got a little bit of a, an insight into my head and how it works, and I'm looking at these because I am taking a lot of overs. But to take the under can be a risk, but we also have 236 to work with. So I'm going to keep the over. Sorry, keep the under of the game, and then we'll go over John Morant points and assist. Looking at some other plays for the night that I like, I like Steven Adams over 9.5 rebounds. So for some reason, Steven Adams' rebounds has been sitting at 9.5 for the past couple games, which I really don't understand. He's only averaging 10.5 a game, so I guess that's the reason for that. But he did have double digits in four of the last five games. The only game he didn't get double digits was that Suns game. He had nine in that game, and then I think he just, you know, he didn't play at the end because of the, you know, he didn't play the last, I think it was seven, eight minutes just because the game was out of hand and he didn't go back in. But he had 14 points, 17 rebounds against the Raptors the last time they were out. 14 rebounds against the Warriors, 11 rebounds against the Suns. So he's consistently getting double-digit rebounds. So to get his over-under at 9.5, I think, is good value. Looking at the last time that he played against the Pelicans, he had 11 rebounds in that game on the 25th. And then the game on the 15th, he only had 5 rebounds, but he did only play 13 minutes in that game. I believe he was in foul trouble that game or just didn't play a lot. So, you know, for whatever reason, he only played 13 minutes that game. So to get five rebounds in 13 minutes actually is a pretty good mark. So I like Steven Adams to go over his rebound total. And we'll finish off tonight with Ja Morant over five and a half rebounds. This is one that usually is around six and a half, if not seven and a half. Obviously, a couple triple doubles this month. Um, I think he does crash the boards actually well for a guard. Last two games, he's only had four rebounds against the Raptors, three rebounds against the Suns, but I expect expect him to pick it up tonight. It seems like every couple games he has like a crazy rebounding night. And in the first game against New Orleans, in New Orleans, he had eight rebounds. Unfortunately, that second game that they won, he only had four. But I expect him to have a big night on the boards tonight. I expect him to have a big night all around. So just kind of, you know, thinking off the top of my head, if you like all those together, because I did take his points, rebounds, and assist over. His points, rebounds, assists is currently at over 41.5 at minus 120. So that's another one that could be fun to put in there. 
And that is where we will cut it off for tonight. So thank you guys, as always, for listening. Thank you guys for the flexibility, as I mentioned earlier, for the time off. And now we can get right back into it. So enjoy the game tonight. Bring in the captain, anyone that's watching the New Year's party or anything. We'll be back right away tomorrow night. We'll be at home against Sacramento Kings. We'll talk about this game and then go over that game for tomorrow night. So thank you guys again, as always. And I will see you guys in the new year. Have a good one.